0: Emergency. what is your location? Woo. Woo. Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul.
1: Yes, indeed, the war goes on. Father God. What is our location? Where are you? We thank you, Lord God, that you are with us. We thank you, Lord, your word is full of your promises to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for us, for declaring and obtaining, securing our salvation, our eternal salvation. You've made us righteous through your blood that you shed for us. We thank you, Lord, for giving us power over all the power of the enemy. You said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Whoever sins you forgive, they're forgiven them. Lord God, so give us the grace and power and strength to bind, to loose, to not be afraid, to forgive and to believe, Lord God, to declare your goodness even in this time. Father, we thank you that no weapon formed against us will prosper because you said so. Lord, that the shields of God and the angels of the Almighty protect your people you are our refuge and strength and very present help in the time of trouble. So we thank you, Lord, that you are God. You are good. You are in control. Now give us wisdom. We bind the powers of darkness, the prince of the power of the air, the confusion, uh, spirits of confusion, the disruption, the scattering. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to change. Lord God, to come into line, come into fullness, uh, to uh, submit to your grace and walk in your love. In Jesus' name, let us not be afraid. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> well, today we're God talking about... God is in control. God is in control. God is exactly. in control.
0: That's our topic today. and It's a good one. The, the theologians talk about the sovereignty of God, and uh, yeah. we need to recognize the sovereignty of God. And what does that exactly mean? That means that as... What he says he does. As, well, as the righteous and holy and good and loving creator... And sustainer of everything. Yes. Everything in the universe was created by him, is being sustained by him. Yes. In the beginning, that God means, created the heavens and the earth. That means he has the ability and the right to rule mm-hmm. in every situation, every situation. And so...
1: But he doesn't, he, you know, he rules and he overrules and he reigns in and through. He's, he sits on the throne no matter what's going on here. But the thing is, he also has given us this free will of ours. Um, so he rules in the affairs of men, but he allows us to have a free will, which is basically what's gotten us in terrible trouble because we've not believed that he is God, that he is good, and that he's in control of all things. We've, we've not submitted to him. We have submitted for the most part in this nation, in the world, to lies and to the liar. Well,
0: in Psalm 2, it says, why do the nations, that means the people yep. or the or the, or the the wicked, mm-hmm. a rage, and the people plot a vain thing, an empty thing. A the thing kings against of the, the Lord, yeah. Again, and the kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and mm-hmm. against his anointing, against, against his Christ, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces, let us cast away their cords... From us, and so he. There's an arrogance, there's a pride that say we're going to rule. Nobody's going to tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to put our plans together. You know, we have the plans of the uh, individuals and uh, uh, and just individual ordinary people, and then the plans of the elite, the wealthy Mm -hmm. elite, demonized who want uh, to make the world the way that
1: the way they want they it. They
0: want to form the world according to their image according to their perverted mm-hmm. vision. And uh and so that's what's going on right now. But in verse and, 4 and, it and it's says It's been going on for a long time yeah. and we're seeing more and more evidence of that in our day.
1: And verse 4 says, "He sits in the heavens, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision." Then then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. So he says he is, he sees it, it's, he understands, he knows from the foundation of the world exactly what was going to happen. But he says, yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare and decree the, what the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession And you shall break them with a rod of iron, and you shall dash them um, in pieces like a broken vessel. God is giving his son, Jesus Christ, who has been for the most part rejected by the people of earth, not all, but many. God has established him to be the ruler of all things and to bring all things under submission to him.
0: And so God is going to bring in, and he's bringing in this, the true new world order. There's a false new world order Mm-hmm. That's been talked about really since the beginning, since uh, Satan coming to the Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden as as the serpent. He, his goal is to rule. His goal is to dethrone God, and and it's it's not going to work. God says, you know, you think you're so mm-hmm. smart, and we got we got people today, um, these world new world order elitists in the economy and the government. That are thinking, you know, we're going to rule it this way. We're going to be in control. Uh, we're going to give everybody the vaccine, and and we're going to rule and reign and have it our way, you know. And it's a it's an insane pursuit of control, vanity, mm-hmm. vanity and control that really is self destructive for them. And God says, you know what? You guys think you're so smart. You got so much power. You got but- so much wealth. And and you're going to do all this, and it's like, he's saying, you know what? It's not going to happen. You might think it's going to happen for a while, and then it's going to be over.
1: Psalm 89, verse 20, 22 says, the, the enemy shall not outwit him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. He's talking, God is talking about Jesus Christ. The enemy will not outwit him. I think the enemy has outwitted most of us, especially those who have not, held tightly to the Word of God and used it as their guide, their life guide. They have kind of veered off into this or that or wandered off into some sort of a shallow way of thinking and and compromising and and being complacent. But the the Word of God is still the Word of God. It will not change. It has not changed. It is our anchor. It is our hope. It is our shelter because God does not lie. God will not leave us or forsake us. He is going to be with us, and we know this um, even as He's given us many... Uh, encouragements through the word of God. Um, we think oftentimes times of Psalm 91. I know many people are clinging to Psalm 91 right now, which is awesome because he says, um, he says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Well, that secret place is your intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. It is the place of counsel. It's the place of wisdom. It's the place of comfort. It's the place of assurance. It's the place of of protecting us from the anxieties and the fears and the overwhelming uh, temptations and urges to just freak out uh, and give up or go with the flow or whatever. We must stand, and having done all, we must stand in these days. We have to go exactly and back to the Word of God where he says certain things. He's very clear, especially in the end times, about what to do, what not to do, what not to take, the mark of the beast, etc., not to go there. And and so the, the Lord is saying, I am your shelter, abide under the shadow of his wings. Um, he will, he says, verse 3, um, the Lord, or verse 2, the Lord is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. And you also could say, in him I will hide. I will hide in the secret of pavilion that he's prepared for us, his relationship. He is our father. He loves us. His son, Jesus Christ, came uh, to redeem us, to buy us back from Satan's plan to completely overtake the world, rule it, and annihilate those made in the image of God. And this is the, I just got to say this real quickly. They're learning how to hack into the DNA now uh, with the RNA factors and the vaccinations. They're tacking into a DNA that is our, the sacred code, the sacred code in which we carry through which we carry the image of God where that's his workmanship, his handiwork, his mechanisms for us to know, to gain information, to be developed to that's the secret intent. That's his, that's his uh, plot the devil 's plot is to build, to break into the DNA to change because the DNA of the human being carries the image of God, and Satan hates that and he wants to annihilate the image of God and all the image bearers of God from the from the earth so that he can purge the earth of all what things he hates, which is anything that represents god and so therefore this final I just say this real quickly the final Mark of the beast, the 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 vaccination. It looks like it's going to be a vaccination, is going to take change the DNA. And please be aware of that. If you're taking anything, any kind of um, uh, remedies to protect us from a fake uh, situation that has been hoaxed and uh, stirred up with fear, if you're if you're in frenzy and anxiety, do not operate out of fear. Go back to the Lord and say, Thy will be done, O God. And and allow the Lord to protect you, because Jesus said, "If it, if it, um, how did He say? If, if, it, if it were
0: possible, even in the, these days there would be no flesh saved.
1: Yeah, even the very elect would be deceived, and yeah. no flesh would be saved. So He's going to shorten the days because He's got to redeem and protect the investment He's made in us, in allowing us to be His children and carry His own image."
0: So I would say this. So say it very boldly. Don't take the COVID vaccine.
1: Okay. <laughs> so
0: it's because it's you know, whatever it, you know it might. You know, all of us went have to pay a price, a, a severe price for mm-hmm. um, not taking that. But don't take it.
1: We know that it's very dangerous even to speak of such things because of all the surveillance right. and because of all the, the censoring. But, you know, we're going to go back to what God is saying. We have to lift up the Lord. We have to know that God, is, God knew about all of these things from the foundation of the world and that he is coming back. He's giving us promises in, in the books. Uh, you have Isaiah. Go ahead.
0: Well, in Isaiah chapter 2, it talks about, you know, we, we see the you know wicked. I think the, one of the psalmists talks about. The wicked spreading like a big tree. Mm-hmm. They're just spreading. They're just, and we can see that. If I mean, some some will see that. You know, there, right now there's the sheeple versus the sheep. The sheeple are the ones that are submitting to the fear, to mm-hmm. the narrative of the wicked one that's coming through uh, governors, uh, well, uh, political rulers, systems, political systems, and so forth. But but there, the thing is, enter into the rock and hide in the dust. He's saying to these wicked ones in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 10, Enter into the rock and hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. Hallelujah. For the day of the Lord shall come upon everything that is proud and lofty upon mm-hmm. everything lifted up, and it shall be brought low. Um, The lofty, and he repeats that again, basically in verse 17, the loftiness of man shall be bowed down and the haughtiness of men shall be brought low and the Lord alone will be exalted on that day. The time will come where these elitists, verse 19, they shall go into the holes of the rocks Mm -hmm. and the caves of the earth from the terror of the Lord Mm -hmm. and the glory of his majesty when he rides to shake the earth mightily. You know, we think he's, that we've had all these earthquakes. Now we wait till there's a full, full shaking. He's going to let this world know that he is God That's right. and that we are not. Mm-hmm. Satan is not the ruler, ultimate ruler of everything. He will be and cast into are the not.
1: lake of fire forever. And it's,
0: it's like in that day, a man will cast away his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which they made each for himself to worship to the moles and the bats, to go into the clefts of the rock. They're going to hide in their underground bunkers and try to survive and ride this out. Mm -hmm. Save themselves.
1: From the wrath of the Lord.
0: While they have destroyed other people, Mm -hmm. they've destroyed masses of people on the earth, they're going to try to, like a gopher, call into their little holes, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to work. Even
1: even Jesus alluded to that when he was... um, the women, as he was walking through the streets of Jerusalem carrying the cross, and he said, weep not for me, but for yourselves and your children, um, because, he says, if they do this in the green tree, what will they do in the in the dry when they seek to be hidden under the rocks? And what? so he, he was referring even to the end of the world at that point. He says, that's how, how bad it's going to get. It's going to get that bad that people will cry, cry to the rocks to hide them. And yet, we are not afraid. We do not be... Uh, give place to that spirit yeah. of fear. We give place to the God of heaven and earth.
0: Why has this happened in this country and in this world? An example would be Jerusalem in Isaiah chapter 3, verse 8. For Jerusalem stumbled and Judah is fallen because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord. That's it. There you go. And uh, one famous person that I don't remember his name <laughs> said, if we will not be ruled by the God, we will be ruled by tyrants. Yeah. To provoke the eyes of his glory, the look on their countenance witnesses against them. Just look at people's faces. They declare their sin as Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to their soul, for they have brought brought evil upon themselves. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say, say to the righteous, here's our hope here. If you're in, in the place of trusting the Lord, you have righteousness. You're righteous. You're in right standing with God. You're living right not because of your own self, but because of the the grace of God, the righteousness of God that has put been put to your account and instilled into your life. Uh, Isaiah 3.10, Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe to the wicked! It shall be ill with them, for the reward of his hands shall be given him. As for my people, children are their oppressors. Women rule over them. Those who lead you cause you to err and destroy the way of your path. So there's a leadership crisis. Mm-hmm. We get wicked, wicked leaders. That but the lead Lord is the coming nation.
1: back, and he's coming back to claim and to redeem and to restore, refresh, and even actually destroy the this present world, roll it up, and in, establish the reign of Jesus Christ. It says in Psalm 97, verse 1, the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice, let the multitude of the isles be glad. The, um, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. And that's exactly what we crave. If you are even disturbed a little bit about the injustices and the hypocrisies and the cheating and scandals and the constant people getting by with it. If you're disturbed, it's because you're made in the image of God and you are crying out for righteousness and justice. Those are the foundations. It says, "...a fire goes before him and burns up all of his enemies around about. The lightnings, light, His lightnings light the world, and the earth sees and trembles. The, the mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord." Um, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. Have you seen the mountains? They're pretty solid, pretty huge, but they're going to melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. The God, God here is trying to give us some. Uh, analogies, some ideas, some pictures of how awesome, big, mighty, powerful he is. And we think these things that we look at, we look at the mountains, we look at the skies, we look at these things, and we think they're invincible, they're untouchable, they're unmovable. And yet God says they will melt and they will uh, pass away. The heavens declares righteousness and all the people will see his glory.
0: In Isaiah chapter 3, verse 5, this is what we've really seen here in the United States in recent months, this year, <laughs> The people will be oppressed every one by another and everyone by his neighbor. People mm-hmm. snitching, turning people in and mm-hmm. Afraid. Uh, a- attacking, fear, mm-hmm. violence, looting. The child will be Jesus. insolent toward the elder. We've seen kids that are just yep. just in the faces of the police blaspheming, cursing him, mm-hmm. uh all kinds of evil gestures and the base toward the honorable, mm-hmm. this, is, this is really what we are. Where we're, we are. This is, is, ex- this is yeah. where we are. No
1: one can really deny that that's where we are. And I think part of the problem, the the shocking terror of this is, number one, that we have been uh, like the frog in the kettle, the old parable, where we've been cooked and, and slowly cooked for so long, it's now are we going to be able to have enough strength and wisdom and counsel and energy left to jump out of that kettle and say, no, I'm not going to be part of this soup. I'm not going to be part of this stew. Um, And in, in Psalm 97 going on, he says, All of you, you who love the Lord, hate evil. That's your command. That's an exclamation point. You who love the Lord, hate evil. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous. And again, give thanks at the remembrance of his name. We have must... Allow the Holy Spirit to call to our mind and remember the name, the power, the love, the majesty, the sovereignty, the holiness, the goodness of God that he does not lie, that he is with us. Because Satan is going to try to, to do everything to your mind, your circumstances, uh, to distract you, to discourage you, to get your mind off of the word of God, off the promises of God. And yet the promises of God in the in the holy book... And the promise, the fact that he does not lie and that he fulfills his word is our only hope. If there is no hope there, then we are of all men most miserable. And so we begin, begin by shunning evil, allowing the Holy Spirit to re-strengthen you, to re-encourage you to to stand in having done all to stand, to resist the powers of darkness and to walk in the fullness of God's love.
0: So it's important for us not to be tainted by the fear that's out there and and it, it's amazing you know when when people are full of fear yeah. they're easy to they're control controlled. they're yeah. easy to control yep and and we're seeing too those that you know supposedly love the lord that are kind of falling out and going along with the narrative Mm-hmm. Uh, the evil narrative that's,
1: that's well, part being of that is because I call them the do-gooders. They 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 look at appearances and they just judge things by what it looks like, what they've been told, what they've been you know propaganda bla- propagandas that's been blasted at us for years and years, and they don't think for themselves anymore. And they they watched too much TV and their minds turn to mush. But in Psalm ninety-eight, he says, "The Lord has made known His salvation, His righteousness." He has openly shown in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. So it's like God has openly displayed it. He has declared it. The handiwork, His the, the heavens declare it. Creation, uh, nature, the beauty, all of it. It's not an accident. It's not a coincidence. It's not a uh, you know a, a virtual world we're living. In. It's a real world. And God really made it. And if you can't get the the majesty and the awe of God, just look at how tremendously powerful and wonderfully intricately made your own body is. That God is we he's testifying of himself, of his goodness, of his salvation. He brought that message through Jesus Christ very clearly. And even though many missed it at the time, Jesus' real work here was to reveal the kingdom of God, the purposes of the kingdom of God, redemption, the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the the path to restoration to God, and then he died. To satisfy the demands of Satan and the and sin. And so that salvation is available to you today. You're still breathing, you're still alive, it's still yours. There's no, you know, restrictions, whosoever will can call upon the name of the Lord. And he says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We must go back to the Word of God. Psalms, Proverbs, the Gospels, the Epistles, it's all filled with the counsel and the goodness of God. And that's where you need to cheer your heart. That's where you need to get your strength to, to go on. You, mu- If you don't read the Bible, uh, you, if, if you really won't make it. Even if you think, oh, I'm a good church goer, I go to church, I watch my Zoom church meetings every... No, that's not going to do it for you. It's like watching somebody else eat. Is that going to fill you up? Is that going to feed you? Watching somebody else eat a lovely meal? No, you have to go eat your own food. Psalm
0: 33, verse 4, it says... Um, for the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Now, we can say the earth is full of all kinds of satanic events and plots and everything, but we have to remember the word: of the, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the Verse 6 of Psalm 33, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. And in verse 8, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And then again in Psalm 33, uh, verses uh, 10 through 12, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever and the plans of his heart to all generations. That's through verse 11. God has a sovereign plan that's being worked out. He has told of it. We have it in his word. Mm-hmm. This is history. This is his story. His word is settled in heaven. And, and, you know, his tried- word will be fulfilled mm-hmm. no matter how we mess around and try to deny it and try to um, uh, attack.
1: Or minimize or, th- or deny. Or minimize
0: or deny mm-hmm. the Lord himself and, um, no matter how we try to come up with all our plan, uh, human plans and human schemes, they're all going to be put down That's because right. the, the Lord reigns. The, the Lord, Lord reigns. reigns. His, His word is going to be Psalm fulfilled. Psalm 99.1, no
1: the Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. You know, the problem is, we, we listen to ourselves too much and we listen to other people too much. We listen to the thoughts in our mind, the things that Satan is putting in there, tempting us to believe, to fall away, to be discouraged, to uh, to dis- dismiss the history of God, the, the truth of God's word, and substitute common sense and logic and re- reason and religion and the narrative of Satan. Satan is trying to knock down the truth just like they knocked down the statues to destroy the history and the remembrance of history, to rewrite the history of God, the story of God. God is still here. He is still with us. He is still in control of all things ultimately. And if you want to be on his side and if you want to be standing and having done all to stand in the last and evil days, then recommit yourself to God, surrender to God, stop trying to figure it out yourself, stop trying to be safe because in First Thessalonians, that is the hook Satan is going to use
0: peace and safety. Yes, when
1: they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction. So everybody's looking for safety. uh, Chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. People are going to be shocked. They're going to be uh, uh, terrified. They've been sleeping. And now all of a sudden there's a pounding at the door. There's a break in. When they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant it, woman.
0: It, it's like a fox saying to the chicken,
1: "We're fine. You're I'll fine. keep you safe. Yeah,
0: you're safe with me."
1: But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. So God is going to be waking up His people. He is waking up His people. There is an awakening coming, but I don't know that the price of that awakening to come back to God is not very expensive. I think it is. I think you know, by the time we get awaked, awake, we're going to find out it's time to look up for your salvation draws nigh, uh, because He does promise in also in First Thessalonians chapter four, there is a unique situation that's going to be occurring. And we call that the snatching away. Um, In chapter four, verses, he starts with verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you should sorrow as others who have no hope. Many of our loved ones are dying right around us, all in front of us. He doesn't want us to have no hope. He says, if you, for if you believe that Jesus died and rose again, if you believe that, and Romans says, if you confess that with your mouth, then you're saved. Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. So they're not gone. They're just not here. They're up there. They're with him. They've moved. They've moved, yeah. Um, he'll bring them back with him. For this I say to you by the word of the Lord, Paul says, I'm not making this up. This is the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord, well, that could be now could be soon. Some people say, "Oh, we're going to get to 2030, 20, 2050, 20, whatever." I don't I don't know. You and I, you know, if you're over 70, you're not going to get that far down the road. You know, the thing is that we are preparing for his return all the time. That is our focus. Um by the word of the Lord that you who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. They've gone already. But for he, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven He's coming from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So those who are, you know, the physical dead in Christ, yeah, they will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now this, this, uh caught up together, violence, snatching away from evil, harpazo, or ra- rapture, as we have been taught to believe it, is also talked about in 1 Corinthians uh, 15, chapter 15, verse 51, where in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be changed and caught up together with him. So we're going to be removed from these uh, three, four dimensions, this dimensional world, into a, a, a multi-dimensional experience uh, of eternity. And right now we are in a time corridor. We just are living in this corridor of time and we're stuck here. Uh, But once we uh, meet the Lord, go to be with him forever, we're out of the time corridor, we're back in eternity. We're back in eternity. That's where we started out and we made a, a, a journey to a foreign country called Earth and got beat up a lot and got to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior to stand and having done all to stand. And then God comes back for us.
0: So what do we do in the meantime as we're living in a mean time? Psalm 33, verse 18, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death Mm -hmm. and to keep them alive in famine. Mm -hmm. To deliver their soul from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. He's our helper. He's our protector. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. And then Psalm 34. And I would just encourage you, read Psalm 33, 34. Mm-hmm, 37. Uh, 37, especially in these days, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times.
1: Even when Dur- you don't feel during, like
0: during, it. During during COVID, during bad corrupt elections
1: he's kept us
0: his praise shall continue be in my mouth
1: mm-hmm.
0: verse four i sought the lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears mm-hmm. and so this in verse six um,
1: this poor man cried out and the lord heard him and saved him from all of his troubles now you say well the lord isn't really saving me from all my troubles i'm in a lot of troubles um, the, the bible says the angel of the lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them God says stuff, and then the devil says, no, he doesn't. Look at all these promises. He didn't keep them. Look at you're still struggling. You still, you still don't have your house payment, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But as you go through it and look back, you see that God has been faithful, and however he did it, you don't know, but he got you through it. And even if you got singed in the fire or you got caught uh, in, in the in the grip of, the, of fear, the Lord is faithful to deliver you out of the fear. The most important thing to be delivered out of is fear, because the opposite of fear is love. And to know that you are loved is in, in the midst, to know that you are loved in the midst of all of this treachery, all of this d- destruction, all of this terror, to know that we are loved is truly to be kept by God.
0: Psalm thirty-four, fifteen and 16. So the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cried out. And the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles.
1: The Lord is near to all those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Verse God is watching us. And exactly. He says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. This is God's word. He redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Guys, this is God. God is going to have to keep us in all of this, and we're going to have to see God do his deal, his signs and wonders and miracles and angels and deliverances, and that's how we're going to get through this. And we're going to see God do mighty and awesome things. So,
0: Amen. It said, in, in the meantime here, again, in the meantime, in the meantime of the meantime, Psalm 37, Do not fret because of evildoers. Verse 1 of Psalm 37 nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall be soon cut down like the grass and wither as the
1: green green herb.
0: herb. And he talks about trust in the Lord, do good, dwell in the land, feed on his faithfulness. You mentioned that. Rejoice in him. Delight yourselves also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass, Mm -hmm. and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass.
1: There you go. This is God's word.
0: Wow. He's, this, he's, he's so this, right on. Is this relevant to what, <laughs> so the times right that we're in? Yeah. yeah uh, he says, cease from anger forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit, inherit the earth. The earth. Mm-hmm. In verse eleven, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. That's
1: exactly what Jesus said. Blessed are the meek, for they shall what? Inherit the inherit earth. Inherit the earth. And,
0: and here's here's the thing to oh, this is just loaded. You yeah. you, you got to just read. I just give, if I give you all assignment. If you don't, if you read only one chapter of the Psalms, you read Psalm thirty-seven mm-hmm. today or in the next few days. Talks about uh, yeah. verse twenty-three. Um, well, uh, verse uh, eighteen and nineteen. The Lord knows the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. He knows your days. He knows the kind of days and things you yeah, face and, in your and days. And he knows
1: what's, where you've gotten ripped off and, and where you've lost your inheritance. Right, and he and,
0: says of us who, oh man, who love him, Jesus. they shall not be ashamed in the evil time, mm-hmm. and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. in mm-hmm. in verse 23 through 25, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord.
1: Yeah. He delights in and his he way. he
0: delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Here's verse, a great promise, verse 25. Read it, Marjorie.
1: I was on 39, but it's 25. Good. Well, I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. Amen. He's ever merciful in lands, and lands in Psalm, 30, uh, Psalm 37, verse 39. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble, the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Well, what does that mean? You trust in him, that means you're going to believe what God says instead of what you think and what you feel and what everybody else says and what fear tells you in your mind. You're going to believe the word of God because God doesn't lie. He says, wait on the Lord and keep his way. He shall exalt you to inherit the land. And when the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. Now we're going to wrap this up with... with. Uh, First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, one of the most wonderful verses, as he's talking about in these last times and days and seasons. And uh, But you yourselves know perfectly the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. We, we talked about that. But he says in verse 9, for, the, for God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him, therefore comfort each other, and edify one another, just as you also are doing. So you're... Our, our our job, our task, our, uh, our, our way, our path right now is to know that God has got this. God is good. God is with us. He's not appointed us to wrath. But you and I are going to have to reconfirm or remain steadfast in the word of God, in his word, that he is good. He's in control. He's got this. Do not be afraid. That is the devil's hope that you will just melt in fear and anxiety and compliance, be complicit with the enemy's plans. In your heart, ask God for strength. Father, we ask now for this re-strengthening of your people. Lord, I pray that you'd send angels, your delivering angels who are encamped all around us to protect your the righteous, Lord. God, that you give us courage and faith to believe you in these days when everything looks like it's folding up in the wrong direction. I give you praise, Lord God, that you are good, that you are from the very beginning. You all already knew what this would be. And so we thank you that we live now, that you have called us out of darkness into your marvelous light through the blood and, and and death and resurrection of your son, Jesus Christ, that you will not forget us, that you remember us, you've not appointed us to wrath, but you will bring all things together for to, to completion and to complete order, and submission to your will. Father God, in Jesus' name.
0: And thank you, Lord, for the sure promises of your word. As found in Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Amen. Trust in the Lord forever. Lord, and let
1: your, you keep your mind, I keep our minds on you, Lord Holy Spirit. You You keep our minds on you. You keep our minds on Yes. On you in these days that we will not wa- waver or, or, or become weary or become negative. We're not going to year or afraid. For fear. Amen.
0: We trust you. We rest in you, Lord. Amen. We thank you for your faithfulness. You will prove yourself faithful to your people over and over and over again. You've done it for us. If we just look at it and see, yes, Lord, you are faithful. And in the, in the, in the past, in the present, and in the future. Hallelujah. You are faithful to Amen. your own. Thank you, in Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location?